Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dyslexic Season 3, Episode 17. <laughs> this week, we are celebrating the 75th anniversary of one of the best theme parks in the world, in my humble opinion. Holiday World and Splashing Safari in Santa Claus, Indiana. Yes, it is my home park. And yes, the guest with me today, which we'll meet in a moment, did join me on the Home Park Hoedown episode about this. If you want to see that, check out uh, Season 2, I think, is when we did that. So go back and check that out. It was a great episode. But today we're doing a theme park throwback episode for the 75th anniversary. So join us on this blast of the past on this week's theme park throwback. So, like I said, I have a lovely guest joining me today, and it's somebody who loves Holiday World almost as much as I do. It's the unofficial, official, unofficial, kind of official co-host slash producer slash unofficial co-host of Dyslexic. It's Corey. Hello, Corey. Hey, howdy. Hope everybody's doing good tonight. I'm doing great, and I hope you guys are doing great, too. How are you doing? I'm doing fabulous. I'm just glad to be here, because this is, this is an excellent topic to chat about it really is i am so excited to talk about it and uh also welcome back i didn't even say that but welcome back once again thank you so thank you thank you you're welcome so everybody let's get started on this trip back in time no i don't have a timer over this time or the delorean because we're not at either universal or disney we're at holiday world and they don't have any rides based on time travel so we're just gonna jump into this wormhole real quick we this wormhole sound mm-hmm because I don't have all the fanciness of other podcasts. <laughs> but as we're traveling through this time warp again, haha, I literally put LOL in the script because I still think that joke is funny. <laughs> if y'all don't get it. Uh, I'm not even going to explain it. Anyway, but as we're going through this time warp, let's talk about some of the history of this iconic park. So how do you roll the splash safari? Oh, great noises. <laughs> But Holiday World Splash Safari opened in 1946 as Santa Claus Land in Santa Claus, Indiana. It housed some small children's ride and themed restaurant where you can meet Santa. Now, additions took place until 1984. You know, small rides, um, bigger rides, bigger attractions, but nothing super major. Um, and then one of the biggest changes happened in 1984 when the park added the Halloween and Fourth of July sections to the park. And along with those sections came the new name, Holiday World. And then in 1993, the new Splashing Safari Water Park was added. In 1995, the park's first major wooden coaster was added, the Raven. In 2000, the park's next major coaster, the Legend, opened, followed by the Voyage in 2006 Mm. with the all-new Thanksgiving section along with it. Mm. Finally, the the park's launched wing coaster, Thunderbird, opened in 2015. Additions to the park have been made over the past few years, and that leads us to this year's 75th season in 2021. Now, obviously, I did say a brief history. I'm not covering every single attraction, but just the things the parks are super, super known for, which is definitely those coasters. So, I think we've made it back in time. We're in around, you know, 99, 2000, about that era right now. Um, and for those of you wondering, that's as far as we'll probably go back, because both Corey and I, that's how old we are. We are not old enough to go back to the days of Santa Claus Land, and definitely not old enough to go back to the 1940s. So, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how many people are, but, <laughs> but we're going to discuss this 
later the later terms of the holiday world era of the park and some of our personal favorite memories. So, <clears throat> I'm going to start off this conversation with one of the most iconic and memorable attractions in the park. I'm just kidding. That was a total lie. I'm actually going to talk about the petting zoo because Ooh. I just remembered what it was. Co- well, I just found out what it was called. And it was called Frontier Farm. And I don't know if you remember it, but it was in the 4th of July section. And it was like down like behind the picnic grove. Yep. Like past the eagle. Do you remember the petting zoo? I was going to say um, I got to experience it one time. And it was only because I got to go when I was like four years old. So uh, my first visit to Holiday World was in 98. So uh, the farm closed in 99. And I got to experience it one time. And I remember it's exactly it. like if you guys are ever at Holiday World where the Pepsi Oasis stand is real close to the river raft ride. It was mm-hmm. like right behind in that area. Like it was like it was it was like right there. You had to go down a little hill a little bit past. And it was like. But kind of like by but behind the picnic grove yep. and like the the bathrooms that are in the picnic grove were actually bathrooms that were like meant for from what i remember that's what everybody used them for for like the petting zoo to wash your hands afterwards yeah like sanitization like, yeah they had like goats and chickens and you didn't pet the chickens they were in like a, a cage but they were there <laughs> um and you know like uh pigs and sheep and all that stuff maybe a cow I don't remember, but I do remember it was a complete, like, dirt ground. Yep. And I remember the goats. And I could be completely remembering wrong, but in my head, the goats kind of free-roamed around most of the space. While, like, the chickens and ducks and the other, like, fowl (laughs) (laughs) um, were in, like, these kind of, like, round cages. Yeah. And I... That's how I remember it. I could be completely wrong. Because again, no, I, it did close in '99. But as I say, it's kind of hard for me to like. It's hard to differentiate because like a lot of memories I have when I'm four year four years old is like wearing beer glasses where you're completely dazed. Like you know a little bit about what happened, but you know you're 100. percent But I do remember the goats walking around. Like I remember that pretty sure. Like I'm pretty sure that's the way that was. It it was a fun little petting petting zoo. I mean. It was fun, and it was different, and it was not something you got at, like, every theme park. Especially no. not, not not during the time. No, for sure. That's why I, I want to just tangent real quick. Um, that's where I give Cedar Point a little bit of credit for some of the new stuff they've been doing. Their, their little petting zoo they got now is pretty cool. So I, I'll give them credit for that, because you don't see parks with animals like that very often anymore. <clears throat> I agree. Anyways. It's not, it's, yeah, it's not a very common thing, but I still no. Yeah, no, really it was, enjoyed it. Yeah, it was really cool. I, I uh, especially for yeah, for for a kid. I mean, there's I, there's not much more exciting than getting to pet like animals that you don't get to see all the time. So that's it's, <laughs> like like getting to pet a goat as a kid is is an experience. Like if you've done it, you know, like when you were a kid, you're like you're like, man, this is awesome. <laughs> I loved it. I love yeah. I loved it, and I was I more included it just because I could not remember the name. Yes, what it was I, called. And now no that I know either. what it was called, Frontier Farm, I'm like, well, that makes sense. It was in Fourth of July section. Yeah, no, that, that it makes a ton of sense for real. That's cool. <laughs> so, Corey, what what's an attraction or memory you'd like to share from your past at Holiday World? All right, so we're gonna we're gonna kind of stick in the same same realm here um 
you know, we're going to move over to Halloween, though. Uh, I want to move over there. Mm-hmm. I think me and you both would probably agree on this. Um, mm-hmm. Banshee. I mean, oh my gosh, I love it so much. We can't. I mean, we can't not talk about Banshee. It it closed in 2002. It actually is still operating at um, Cliffs Amusement Park in New Mexico. So you mm-hmm. can go to Albuquerque and still ride it if you're ever in that area. Um, but it's it's just one of the uh, chance falling star models, and um, it it's just I don't know what it was. But Banshee just felt like it was absolutely like flying, like just it was felt really fast. It um, felt insane, and like it's it's so funny because like anybody who was alive during that time, yeah. Um, and the reason I say it like that is because I work with a bunch of like kids and teenagers, so a lot of times, <laughs> a lot of times they look at me super old, even though I'm yeah. only about I'm about to turn twenty five, and to them I'm like four hundred years old. <laughs> <laughs> so like. Yeah, and if y'all think I'm exaggerating, I'm not. They really look at me like I'm ancient. Yeah, um, no, I'm. I just, I just turned 27, so uh, I, there's, there's a lot of kids and stuff. They're just, they look at you like you're just this absolute like, what an old person. It's like, oh right. my goodness. And then like, anybody older than you is like, oh my gosh, look at the little baby. I know. And then I was gonna say, like, that's why I'm, I'm, I mean, we're, we're at that like awkward age where we're still like, we still people still think we're children, but other like children think we're this like old people just yeah. funny <laughs> <laughs> but like banshee yeah what made it i think what made it so cool is one like there was a lot of build-up to the actual attraction because if you remember the the lewis and clark trail which is the um antique car ride yep. uh, it had a different layout to where it actually crossed a bridge in front of banshee yep and you basically like it basically wrapped around Banshee and enclosed it in this small little circle. Yep. And on that bridge was like this big sign. I still remember it with like the sharp letters and the blue and purple and yellow yeah. and just like seeing it fly above the park because the park really didn't have a ton of major thrill rides at the time. Well, I was gonna say that at that time the park really didn't have a skyline. If we're being honest, I mean it was kind of. Like, I mean, the way that the, the the park, if you've never been to Hollywood, the park kind of sits into a hill, like the main mm-hmm. part of the park sits into a hill. So, like, uh, you know, seeing Banshee fly over the trees a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. you can kind of I mean, see it. It, it. it was something that, like, it for a theme park that even at, now the theme park is they're really working on getting the place, honestly, pretty highly themed, including the attractions. Yes. Um, but back then, you know, it, the theme was like the painting and the names and, yep. or the, you know, the paint jobs, the names and stuff. But Banshee kind of was the attraction that I feel like really took that theming yeah. seriously. Like you said, it flew above the trees like a Banshee. It was right by the water because the water park was right there. You could see over into the water park and the tree line, but you could hear people screaming and the roar of that ride throughout the park. And that's exactly why it was named that. Yeah, and now it was, it has that very distinct, like, you know, the little, like, it had that very, mm-hmm. had that very distinct whine to it. Um, I just, you know, I, I really, I really loved that attraction. Um, always, fun fact, always uh, got on my dad's nerves because uh, you had to have, like, a partner to ride with mm-hmm. on that. Especially. My dad would have to do it. Yep, and my dad had to do it with me. And like after five rides, my dad was like, well, "Let's take a break. Let's let's, let's go <laughs> let's do something, something else. else. Let's do something else just for a little bit, you know." 
But, but no, like, it was, as a kid, it was like the oh, it was a, ride in the park. It was amazing. Um, like, and you, if you can do the, if you can do Raven or Legend, you know, after after it was built, like Banshee yeah. was like the ride. Yep. Yeah, Banshee was Banshee was a, a major thrill ride at Holiday World for a long time. Like it was one of the premier attractions. I mean, we're, we're being honest. It really it always had super long lines, and the best part about it, every time, even in line, every time that the gondola would swing past, you got that amazing gust of yes, air. That that wind blast, like that air blast, just oof. it fly, it fly, it would like fly your hair back, and every like you just weren't hot in that line. I think that, no. maybe that's why it was popular because you could just sit there and cool off while you waited. <laughs> Natural air conditioning. But um, that's something I actually genuinely really miss is Banshee, but I also yes. miss the another memory. Like I said, the the Lewis and Clark Trail antique cars. Yes. Doing that circle around that area. And I know why they can't now because of uh Hollow Swings. Yeah, Hollow uh, Swings. And then they also they also added that path in there behind Hollow Swings too, which was mm-hmm. I hate to say it, it was much needed for the traffic, but um, It was needed. It was. It, it they needed that shortcut because Splash and Safari is always been the main attraction as time has gone on everybody goes straight to the water park to get a locker um mm-hmm. but um it's it is it's kind of weird to see it change though because like you said that lewis and clark was like that forever you know it was like a quite a long time it was it had that whole vibe going on mm-hmm. so and it, it was a, it was a much longer attraction that way yes. because you still kind of had the layout it has now with like the loop but like just extended yeah, it, it so basically from what I remember you would you would take that first turn and then you would go down toward the bridge around Banshee and yep. back. And then you would do like the the rest of the layout that's there right now. Yeah. Um so you know it, 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 it was it, a significant amount of Yeah, it added taken out it of added a lot of ride time. Yeah, a lot of ride time got taken away. It did, but it's still that honestly Lewis and Clark Trail surprisingly is still a very popular attraction. Like antique car rides. Yeah. Like I I get why parks don't put them in. But it genuinely surprises me how popular they are at any park I go to. For some for some reason they are super popular. Yeah. But yeah, Banshee was amazing. The lighting package was amazing. And it just like I could talk about it for hours. And that that's the thing is like, especially where I grew up with Holiday World being the home park. Yeah. Everybody talked about Banshee. It was on the forefront of all the the maps and the brochures and the posters. Like yeah. it was they really advertised it and that's why it was like the the ride besides Legend and Raven. And so I think that was a great one to Yeah, no, I too. Yeah, that I I think both of us are like on the same level as far as like our enjoyment of that ride because uh, I think we both have very fond memories of it, so I, I had to make sure I mentioned that. I, I'm sure you would have mentioned it if I didn't. So, there's one last thing I want to mention. People, I've talked to people, and some people say they don't remember this, and some people say they do. And okay. I hope I'm not having some kind of Mandela effect <laughs> where with remembering it. But I was convinced that um, you know how Banshee would like switch directions midway through the ride, right? Yeah. I am convinced that in that part, they would hold it at the top for a moment and then let it drop where you got a really good pop of airtime, almost like a drop tower. 
yeah. and then it would continue around. And I've heard people say, I don't remember it stopping at the top or like holding you there, but oh, I no. distinctly remember that happening. Oh no, it definitely stopped. No, that's that's that is one hundred percent true. It definitely there was a moment of like it like pauses, and then you just do that almost free fall drop. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I want to make sure, I was like, I know I'm not crazy. Yeah, I don't think I you're crazy, because that, that is that is pretty crisp in my memory as far as it doing that, too, because I think both of us rode the ride quite a bit, uh, it sounds like, you know, when we talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, we're, you know, marathoning rides already at a young age, but, you know, that's just, that's who we are. <laughs> Agreed. Um, what is another ride that you would like to talk about? Okay. Um, I'm going to go a little bit further uh, into into the future here, just a little bit. These these aren't around anymore. Uh, but I, I do you mind if I do like a grouping here? Because they're all <laughs> okay. Because they're all very very related to each other. Um. Amazon, Bamboo Shoot, Congo River, and Crocodile Isle. Those that whole section of Holiday I mean of Splash and Safari was my entire life every single weekend for so many summers. Um I they, so agree. Like, it was so good. I cannot even I can't they, they didn't get removed until 2012, so I'm kind of cheating here on the timeline, how we're following the timeline, but they were built in 93, so I, I, I got that going for me. They were there for a while. They were there for a long time, so I give them that. Uh, for a but, hot minute, that was the water park. It was... That was. That was it. Like, that was... When I first started going, it was... Yeah. Uh, Amazon, Bamboo Shoot, Crocodile Isle, Congo River, The Wave, and Watubi, and then Adorongo, and that was it. Yeah, that was that's the same here. When, when I first started going, that was the entire water park at that point. Oh, and Monsoon Lagoon, but we'll get there. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm i not trying to, like I said, I wasn't trying to, I I, probably, I could have done each individual one, but like, I think you could agree that all these, like, these are all one and the same together. Like, they're mm-hmm. just, they're so congealed together. It's, it, they have to be mentioned together because. <clears throat> the way um, it was designed, they yeah. all interact with each other. And yep. I think that's what made it so cool as the grouping, because like, yep, it felt like all the water park was one thing. Well, like just to give you an example, talking about it being one thing, um, the crocodile isle, the water from that would run into like over this. They always had this like they had like this little river path. They went. <laughs> it was like crocodile a little isle. like creek, and I played yeah. that thing. So oh much. my gosh, I know. Me too. I used to like, like I used to like I there's. There used to be people that would try to jump it, and I thought mm. they were so cool because they could like jump over it. And I'm like, oh, that's <laughs> I want to do that. And like, uh, I used to sit and bam up the thing so that yes, the water didn't get yes. to, <laughs> yes. to the river. You're like, you're like, I'm gonna stop this flow. No, but the the lazy river is gonna run out of water. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that that they was connected there, and then on top of that. The, the splash pool for Amazon and Bamboo Shoot would also flow into Congo River. Right. And you it was all it was part it was a water effect because you would you could like go next to it and get splashed on from the from the water from Congo uh, from Amazon and Bamboo Shoot. That water would run into the river and it would be like a little waterfall. 
Um, yeah, and that's why it was all. So cool. Yeah, it was all connected that way. And it had a um, big mushroom that would like. Oh yes, don't the water. Yeah, the mushroom was beautiful. My dad would make me go into that, and it would literally send me into hysterical tears <laughs> just because I didn't like the water in my face. Yes, I know the water just happens because it, it. I don't care what anyone says that that mushroom has some pressure. That water was coming out of there. Right, like I swear it was going to knock me <laughs> off that float. Nobody yes. convinced me otherwise, and that that's the one thing that's the one thing about Bahari River that which is their their current. Um, for those of you who don't know, it's the current um, Lazy River. Yep. The one thing that gets me is Bahari River just does not have enough water effects like Congo River did. Congo River had, like, do you remember the bridges? Yes. The bridges, those things burned your feet until yep. you cried. Yep. <laughs> those bridges had, like, water effects that came down from under them. There were, like, ton- like, it was, nothing yeah. was covered in, like... Well, no, the, the whole river was packed full of effects. <clears throat> Like, exactly. I mean, it was completely stocked full. It was, that is one of the best lazy rivers to date. Uh, I, I wish it was still around. It was, I, even, even though like, I love what they've done with the water park now, like mm-hmm. the lockers were much needed. They very oh, much yes. needed the extra lockers. You, you used to have to fight oh my for gosh. a locker. Like you, like, you would spend like the first hour of your day just waiting to get uh, down there to get a locker. I was going to say that like. I know Scott. I know you remember this 100. But that was like an event. Like get in, just get in, and let's get a locker first thing mm-hmm. in the morning. Like the very first thing you have to do. Because there was only one entrance too, so you had to push those turnstiles that used to yep. be there. I was gonna say they did have. They used to have turnstiles there at Splash and Safari, and oh my goodness, <laughs> like. Do you remember walking around Splash and Safari, and like even even in my teenage years yeah. when I would go down there, the lockers still had like. They weren't the the, the scan lockers Mm-mm. until like my senior year of high school, yeah. and they had the keys with like the little stretchy thing that went around like your arm, right? Yeah, or your ankle or something. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Do you remember how like the cool thing to do was to put it on your ankle yeah. or to put it on your arm, like to be like like that you was... were like a cool kid because you had the key on your arm or on your ankle. Yes, I ankle was the coolest, but like arm was also there. I don't like put it like have it like around your elbow. Like that was you just yes, you put it around your elbow. You just th- like you just felt like you're like yeah, I got the lock, I got the key to the locker. Like I'm it. It was like a status that like it was no for real. That's like how you knew who the cool kids were because like Holiday World is actually like although it is a major park at the time, it was really a local thing. Yeah, so you would see your friends and like family and like kids from school and like other yep. kids or kids from other schools and whatever there and like you just bump into them and like the for like teenagers and kids that was like the thing oh it was it was like like it was cool especially like my dad hardly ever let me carry the key so like <laughs> so, so when i did get to it was like a big deal i was like hey i'm i'm part of it now <laughs> i remember written a locker at like 15 and like i had the lo- i had the the key around my ankle yeah. and I went to go ride um the Zynga and yep. like as I'm going down I'm like lifting up my ankle to show off the key. Yeah, you're like, hey. <laughs> I was like, I have the key. <laughs> hey, fun I gotta tell this story real quick. Um fun fact about the keys though. I, for one, I think we can all agree this the the wristband scan system is a better system just overall. Oh one hundred percent. Yes. But the key is still holds a special place in my heart but 
Uh, also, you got money back when you returned the key. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. I was going to say you don't get that. You don't get that deposit back anymore. You know, you used to get your seven dollars back. Yeah. Uh, anyways, <laughs> now you just pay <laughs> pay the full price. But um, one time my dad had the key around his ankle, and it was dragging the ground all day. And at the end of the day, when we went to go back to the locker. The key had actually scraped up enough where the <gasps> the actual you know the things that move the tumblers no. they were actually messed up to where it wouldn't unlock the locker so we had to go and get a staff member and they had to get one of the master keys to open our locker up for us and um uh my dad lost his deposit that day but um <laughs> that makes sense i don't know how i don't know how mine didn't because like yeah. i wanted to make sure you heard the jingle of that key yeah. when i was 15 yes. <laughs> the little orange tip hitting the concrete and i'm like yep i'm so cool oh, i was no, not I, cool but like i felt cool no, i i love that i love that me and you can talk about this because <laughs> having the key to the locker at, at holiday world was the thing that was it like that was a that was a thing like that was like a that was a whole ass thing like like it was a thing like me and my sister are eight years apart and like i remember being a kid and like she'd walk around with the key and i was like (laughs) wow i want to be just like her she's so cool she has the key she has the key to the locker and then like like not to get dramatic or anything but you know we're just having fun but like when you got the key, you got the power. If the family needs to go back to the locker, they need you. They need you. <laughs> and for a kid, for a kid in the Midwest slash South where Holiday World is located, yep. that you feel important. Yep. With that. <laughs> <laughs> but you were talking about the slides. Amazon and Bambushu, I will say they are over in uh, Lake Rudolph, the campground next to Holiday yeah. World. Um, they, they, they are moved over there now. Okay. So they do still exist. But um, do you remember when Thanksgiving opened up and the water slides went over the path? And sometimes like people would be going down the water slide and it would splash on to people walking down the path yes. to Thanksgiving. Yeah. I loved when that happened because one, it was funny. But two, when it happened to me, I was like, oh, thank God. It's 900 degrees here yep. in July. Okay. Hey, hey. Indiana gets hot in the summer. Like it time. does. Like I'm convinced Holiday World is in some kind of like vort solar vortex or something. I know, right? Um, Especially like you said earlier, uh, walking across some of those bridges. Ouch. Yeah, the bridges hurt, and I, I'll say I don't miss the bridges. But um, speaking of the rest of Splash and Safari, yeah, you were talking about Crocodile Isle. Crocodile Isle was like the kiddie pool. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you who don't know, and it was so much fun because it had these slides. One was a crocodile, the other was yep. an elephant, and they both sprayed water out of like their noses. And you would like crawl up the mouth of the crocodile and slide yep. down its like tail. Its tail, yep. And it had it like this little cool. flap at the bottom that would like <laughs> like hit the ground, so your bottom didn't hit the ground and hurt. But those slides were like this is gonna sound dumb but like your description of this i can smell it because i i, I can distinctly remember the smell of sunscreen <laughs> and chlorine and like very and distinct smell of that area specific smell and like feel because they well, were they yes, were like this much. squishy 
foam but yes. also hard at the same time like you had to like the teeth were like what you grabbed onto to climb up the slide and, and on top of that too like that 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 whole play area was like right next to some of the older lockers mm-hmm. and um yeah there's a lot of sunscreen and spray sunscreen being everywhere <laughs> like like if you if you if you're at how if you're at splash and safari at the very beginning of the day it's like a, it's like a plume of freaking sunscreen just like you don't man. need sunscreen you need to walk through yeah just walk through walk through the lockers and you'll you're you're covered you're good to go do you Especially, remember the what's uh, up so you know how the so like the kiddie pool was actually in two sections there was like a top yeah. pool and a bottom pool because the top pool had two water slides one that was like kind of skinny and they would let yeah. you go down on your stomach back in the day yes they would um, and i used to do that all the time and then they had like the kind of big the big one that you had to sit on your bottom to go down because it was a lot yeah faster. i was gonna say Did it you? was like a it was like the, the talking about the big fat one the big wide yeah. one yeah. yeah the big wide one because like you would get some speed on that oh yeah but do you remember the turtle at the top pool? It was like the it was the same material as the crocodile yes. elephant slide, but like it was impossible to climb up because it was yes. so slick. Like it was, it, it was very a slide. slippery. It was a slide, so you climbed up to the top of the the shell, but there wasn't anything to hold on to. You just climbed at the top of the shell and and would slide off the shell. Yeah, that was its purpose. Like that is what it was meant for, and it was so hard. Was like hard. kids would climb up, and I would be like, "How did you get up there?" Like I'm like, convinced, ha- I'm convinced some of them kids had like spidey hands. Like right, <laughs> that thing was slippery, like very. I'm glad I wasn't the only kid who couldn't get up there because it was. No, nah, you're, you're like, definitely not. I would not. basically just, like throw myself and slide down on my stomach. Yeah. Because I couldn't get to the top to actually sit down. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that yeah. section was beloved, and then beyond that was something we really need to talk about, which is. Uh, Monsoon Lagoon, which was oh, yes. part um, water play castle bucket area. Say, I, you know what I've I'm always called about. it. I was gonna say I've always called it a water bucket. <laughs> yeah. Play at the bucket. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know the exact term. I don't either. Yeah. I've just I, I've always called it the bucket. Like anytime I anytime I see a water play area, I'm like I'm like let's go play at the bucket. <laughs> I, Monsoon Lagoon was. An oh my gosh. For any kid visiting Hollywood yes. in the nineties and two thousands and even twenty tens. Well and like there was like I don't know if you feel the same way, but like Monsoon Lagoon was so well maintained for so many years. Like they just it continually was. they continually kept everything working. Like I, I never got disappointed, like, oh man, like you know, this thing's not working or that's not working. It was always working. And uh, they up had, until like the 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 very end of yeah run, towards the end which it started fair. i mean the thing yeah. was old i was gonna say towards the end i think things just started permanently breaking mm-hmm. um can we say if we're talking about monsoon lagoon can we talk about like you're talking about you you talked about damming up the water and the little yeah. creek can we talk about like what is that like an obsession for us kids because I always thought, you know, the little damning thing that they had at Monsoon Lagoon where you could yes. like block it off with the plastic. Like, <laughs> why is like, is that just fun for us? Like, is that, is that like, why is that so much fun? Cause I distinctly remember just having a blast blocking the water off and then letting it rush down. And I um, genuinely think it's because like, you're not supposed to do that with anything like a sink or a bathtub yeah. or like, so you're like you're breaking the rules. So it's the one place you can do that. And so that's yeah. what I think. Do you remember? Okay, first of all, 
the there were when it opened or like for a few years there were these like nets to crawl across. Yes. And those things were terrifying, especially when you were wet. And then later it kinda hurt your feet too. Yeah, they got rid of the nets a lot later. Yeah. But those nets hurt. They did. Which is not Holiday World's fault. That's just No, that's just like that's just how they were made. Yeah, walking on them nets and bare feet, like yeah. I mean, as a kid you still did it. Yeah. You you went for it, but it, yeah, uh, they uh, especially the one like to the to all the way to the right. Uh, of the, yes, of the, the, the little s- small one that. Yes. Just, yes, and it had those oh my water sprayers that you had to bust through yes. before you got onto the net. It was like double yep. pain. Yeah. <laughs> 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 was like a whole wipeout oh. obstacle. God, I swear, this is just this is just absolutely opening up a can of worms in my memory right now. This it is. <laughs> Do you remember the oh. the yellow slide that was not a water slide? It was just like a playground slide that was yes. right at the very front. Yes, and it the, was like the spiral one. Yes, it was like yes. impossible oh. to get down because oh. it would be so back up with a line because it was the first slide. Yes, yes. So you had to like fight to get down that thing. Oh, and then it got removed later, but and for good reason. Like I don't, I don't think it was really intended for the structure. Well, on top of that, too, uh, I don't know if you remember this, but uh, dozens and dozens of kids would continually try to climb up it while you were sliding down. I kicked a few kids down that slide. (laughs) I I know I I did did. too. They were. I know I did too. Uh, They were trying to climb up and go back up, and uh, you're. That slide went pretty quick once you got going. So yeah, but. It's also one of those things of again, totally not really Holiday World's fault. No, no, it's just, just, it's just, it was, a, it was a thing of the times. Yeah, no, I'm, I mean, it's, it's one of those things, you know. You, it's kind of like sticking kids on any playground. You know, some kids are gonna fall <clears throat> yeah. and scrape their knee or something like that. You know, it's just, nobody ever got hurt. Hurt. No, no, it was just, it was more of just goofy type of stuff. Like, yeah, like it's the kind of goofy things that happen, and you just like start dying laughing when they happen. Like it's like. Uh, just pure fun. Um, I wanted to mention something though because I want to see if you feel the same way. But uh, the 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 dark tube slide on Monsoon Lagoon, yes. uh, that's like a like that's like a rite of passage, right? Like that was the it, first time that you did that. Like you, I felt so <laughs> brave and badass because yes. I went down that tube slide in Monsoon Lagoon. Because, like, that's what the big kids did. Oh, yeah. Because there were, like, two or other three. Okay, first of all, do you remember when they were, when all the slides were white and then they replaced them with the different colors later? Yep. Yeah, they were all, like, that white creamish color. Yes. Yeah. And going down that one, it was fast, it was in the dark, and it was scary. It was. Frickin'. It was. Hey, it was... That was for for like a smaller kid. That's an intense slide. Like it, it was, was. intense. And uh, like when you did it, though, you were like, "Oh yeah!" You're like I did it. I've I've conquered every slide in Monsoon Lagoon. <laughs> <laughs> do oh, you man. remember? Um, do you remember the switch that broke my heart? Do you remember when they went from the carved bucket face oh. to the painted bucket face? Yes. Yeah. When it like they actually got rid of like the actual detail and texture of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. Um, I believe they didn't they replace like the whole bucket. The whole bucket got taken out and put a new yeah. one or something. It like was that. a new bucket with a new a new yeah. design. And yeah, it I'll was. This, um, I'm kind of glad that that part is gone because I know that could definitely be seen as problematic yeah. today. Yeah. Now it's 
it was definitely a different time as far as that kind of stuff goes. That's it was sure. a different time in the middle of nowhere, Indiana. And yeah. it's not an excuse for anything, but it's one of those things of it makes sense why it was there. It shouldn't have been, but it was. Yeah. No, I, I, I can agree with you on that. It's, <laughs> but it's as not... a kid who didn't know better, I was disappointed when they switched over the yeah, face. And no, then when I, I learned better, I was like, oh. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I I agree. I um, it, it it was it was you know it's a good thing as far as that. Mm-hmm. Um, I did want to mention the though, was fantastic. <laughs> no, it was it was fabulous. Um, I wanted to mention also, like I said, go back to talk about how things worked. I, if you don't know what I mean by that, I'm not. Sure, I'm sure most of you do, but uh, all these play structures like this have these like water effects that you can usually turn off with a valve like a, mm-hmm. like a wheel or like you know like an actual like a big you remember the ones where, like with like the big like levers where you could turn yeah. them off and on and stuff i was so and, like, convinced i just broke it and i wasn't supposed to touch it <laughs> i know right because like some things some things you turn it nothing would happen yep and so and it, it would happen somewhere else in the structure but like it, in my head since it wasn't right near me i was like oh my gosh this was the one thing i wasn't supposed to touch and um turns out you you, work (laughs) yeah yeah that's the whole point right uh my one of my favorite ones is the uh the one where you could twist it and spin it um and like water would like kind of cascade off the top yeah i always love i tried getting it spinning as fast as i could that was always fun now i can't remember i need you to help me on this one um did that bucket have a a pump a like a pump fountain where you could stand on either side of it and push it do you remember that if it had one of those or not yes it did it you had it right about? In, had it right in the front and it was like it's kind of like a you, you know like a railroad with. car which where you pull like pull the lever up and down and people yeah and then when you pump it the water would spray out the middle yes it did yes it okay I, I thought it i thought it did because see I, I get confused sometimes because i spent just as much time at the bucket at kentucky kingdom mm-hmm. and <laughs> so they also have one they all have one too so I, sometimes I, I get confused uh but i pretty i was pretty sure that monster and lagoon had one and it was it's just it's a lot of fun um <clears throat> it just it, it's another one of those things like when you do that kind of stuff as a kid you feel like you're actually doing something like you feel mm-hmm. like you feel like you're actually doing something productive like you're like oh i'm you know i'm really doing this like you know i don't know it, it is just really cool now i got i gotta i gotta mention this this is very cheesy very corny and very nerdy um because it was just something that i enjoyed doing and people played along with me while i did it uh not, i don't I'm, i don't know if you ever did it or not scott but um i used to play slide attendant at the I did it all the time. <laughs> I did it so often. I guarantee you and I were there at the same bit at I the same time and we were I guarantee both we were. flight attendants at one I guarantee I was gonna say I guarantee me and you were both directing people. I don't know why. I guess it's just my like like my future self is like you're gonna like doing that kind of stuff because like that's that's <laughs> the kind of stuff I just didn't like like yeah. if I was a slide attendant at a water park, like I would be very content with my job. Like that would be fine with me. I would love that. And do you remember that the sorry, not to get you off. Oh, no, like, you're fine. I, you're you fine. Just out of it. Do you remember that there used to not be lifeguards at the slides? Yeah. And then later just, they added them. Yeah, it used to just be a free for all. Mm-hmm. You know. Just, but to be fair, the park also wasn't as crowded, so well, it really yeah. it wasn't that. No, it wasn't needed. needed. Yeah, yeah it, really, it wasn't needed in that area. It, it wasn't like it is in more present times where it's absolutely swamped. Uh, mm-hmm. That's something for all the listeners right now. You, uh, if you haven't, if you never got to go to Holiday World back in the earlier days, you know, uh, during the, before it got big, you know, like the, the 90s and stuff. Yeah. 
uh, Holiday World was very, very, very small. And I mean, like... Very small. The, the Legend Lot didn't exist. Yeah, um, there was no Legend Lot. It was anything, just... Anything, like, where the... Ra- if you've been, and you've and you've never been back then, Raging Rapids was where Holiday World stopped. Yes. There was no Thanksgiving. There was no nope. Thunderbird. Like, that's where it stopped. There was no other entrance to Splash the Safari. It was just the one in Halloween. Yep, that was it. And uh, that's something, like like I said, it might be kind of weird, but you have to, like, y- y- like things like the, not having slide attendance, um, you know, when you got a total of, like, you know, 15, 20 children at the most in the whole, like, in the whole area, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't... Um, doesn't you know absolutely require that you know you have somebody attending things unless Especially you're me at the time like again middle of indiana like it yeah. was a locals yeah park like the only time they really needed people there and they would be there Ooh, sorry god chill when the park would be like really crowded on like company picnic days yeah, and stuff yeah. like that they would have lifeguards there but like if we just went on like a, a regular weekend yeah. Um, in the summer, like in June, they wouldn't be there only because, again, you really didn't need it because the crowd was not that big. And they were at the bottom of the slides, yep. but they didn't have one at the bottom and the top. No, they just, they mainly, the way they always prioritize putting um, putting lifeguards in more danger zones, I call mm-hmm. them, uh, you know, where kids have more of a chance of drowning or something like that, which is, you know, when it's not super packed, it's the best idea to have, you know, lifeguards <clears> where you need them. Um, right, and uh, you know, I, I want to mention this too, really quick. Talking about employees at the park, um, can we talk about like how much Will Cook and Pat Cook actually walked around the park back in the day? I like, would be like starstruck. Like, like I mean, Pat like Cook buckled me into the scrambler once. Right? And I was like, <gasps> like it, it was like, but they like these are being like, local it was like seeing walt disney at disneyland yeah it was I, because I mean, they I, were on the tv for the commercials and they were yeah. on the brochures and well like, i mean like you knew who they were they were you know like they were the owners of the park like you know they're like you know like the and but it, it was beautiful to see because they it showed how much they actually cared about their park and you know they like, to this day, you feel the care that 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 family put into the park. Yeah, and and you don't see that very often, and uh, that's where I like I you know I'm not trying to go off subject, but I want to give credit to Fiesta Texas because Jeffrey Sievert, the pre- park president there, he is constantly around the park. I've been to Fiesta Texas maybe twice in the past five years or so. Mm-hmm. Both times I saw him at the park, like just walking around doing things. You don't see park presidents doing that. You just mm-hmm. don't. Um, and if you do, it's like a big event, like there's cameras around or something. You know, it's not. I mean, literally, Will and Pat Cook would just it's walk not, around and sweep. They would clean the, whole the park up. Was there just to help out. Yeah, I mean, they were they were employees just like everyone else. That's how they treated themselves. <laughs> it does. It sounds weird, but Holiday World was basically a small business back yeah. in those days. It really was. And you know, and, small businesses, you got to have the owners and the people there to work. And it, it's just amazing because, like, it's like you said, you would see them walking around the park, and it's like, you know, like the, those are the owners of the park, like, and they're in here taking care of us, you know, doing like our people thing. would take pictures with them and stuff too, because yeah. everybody knew them from TV and the commercials, and like, yep. it was the whole thing. They were local celebrities. Oh no, 
poor old poor old Pat. I feel bad. I feel bad that they're not able to be around their park, but that's a whole other thing. I'm not going to mm-hmm. get onto it on this podcast, but right. um, she's still down at Alabama Adventure. So if you ever she she hangs around there a lot and does a lot of stuff around there. So. If you're ever in that area, you can always go Sabal in Alabama. You can you can stop there at Alabama Adventure. They, they still they still walk around the park. Mm-hmm. They are just like they did there. Um, they they kind of took in the same thing. Take took in whatever that means. They've kind of taken the Sanders. Um, they've really taken care of Rampage down there. So, uh, carrying on their and free drinks too. They they Good. brought that down. So, yeah, they more parks than ever. <laughs> like most parks that offer. I think most parks should offer free drinks because it it genuinely just helps the park atmosphere when people aren't fighting and crying yep. and dying of thirst and like well it's just it's I'll just say so I recently nice. went to a, a really famous theme park yep. in the south and it was almost impossible to find a water fountain mm-hmm. anywhere, let alone like in any way to not have to buy a drink. And like I'm not I'm nowhere near cheap, but like sometimes I just need water. Yeah, no. Or anybody no. just needs water. If it, I there's, I'm not trying to be mean here, but there's nothing worse than a park that doesn't have good water fountains. Um, and then the ones that they do have just trickle out, and you can't mm-hmm. even drink out of them. And it's kind of like, you know, I, not everybody wants to pay five dollars for water, you know, um, mm-hmm. for bad oh, water at that point. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> But Holiday World's so nice with that because even if you just want water, you just walk into one of the Oasis stations, get a cup, fill it up, and that's it. Like that's the There's whole... no telling how many people one at one point that's one of the biggest selling points of Holiday World for a lot of people. Yeah. Is because it is an affordable vacation for a family or at least oh, a trip. Much. But also yeah. it straight up saves a lot of people from dehydration and feeling oh, yeah. sick and negative emotions about the park. Because well, on that, on that you're note, able too, to not be dehydrated. <laughs> I was going to say that, yeah. I mean, um, dehydration is a big problem at parks, especially in the summer. Uh, people dehydrate mm-hmm. a lot. And people have to go do, have some kind of first aid because of dehydration. Quite often, uh, people don't drink enough. And, um, you know, when you have free drinks and readily available all the time compared to having to wait in a 30 minute line just to get a you know five ounce cup of water um yeah yeah <laughs> you, you i mean know. i mean it's just that that's beyond the point but yeah so i think we <laughs> should sorry. head out of no you're fine no i i agree i agree is what i'm saying i know, I know but I, I i need to quit going on these tangents i'm sorry that's what this whole episode about is our tangents for our love of this park yes uh, and that's one of the main reasons we love this park is the free drinks because Yep. It really is just quality service at that park. Um, but leaving Sebastian Safari, um, yep. there's one more thing in Halloween I specifically want to talk about. 
Okay. And that is you, and it's the building's still there, and it just recently stopped, like a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. But do you remember the wood carving shop and how that was such a big deal? Oh, that was. If you had your name done there, like that was a, that was an honor. Like that was like it was a, like a thing. Like people would take it to school to show yeah, up, they oh. get their name carved in <laughs> wood at Holiday World. Yes. And you had to go in early to get like early in the in the morning to get that. That was a thing. Like you had the line yep. for the wood carving shop every day. And I get that it's not as unique and fun of a souvenir nowadays, but back then that oh, was wood awesome. carving shop was everything. Now it's a hat store. Yeah. And you know what? It's fine. It's fun, it's silly, and I'm glad the building's still there. <clears throat> um but I will forever miss that wood carving shop. Oh, I I'm 100% with you on that. I um Spooky's wood carving shop. Spooky's still there. It's just now his hat store. Yep. No, it, it, it's that that was it, it's the same thing with like the keys and the water park. Yeah. Uh, the wood carving was just a thing. It was just a thing. The wood carving and the airbrush in Fourth of July. Oh yes, yep. Those were the souvenirs to get at Holiday World. One hundred percent. Yeah. Like my sister got an airbrushed license plate when she. Uh, got her first car because that was like the thing to do. Yeah. No, it, um, it was 100%. Like, it was very, it's a very fond memory of there. I, I agree. Um, but, uh, I just thought of one more thing in the Halloween section. And, okay, so if any of you know that little section that's called Merlin Ca- Merlin's Castle and it's games... And it has the bathroom um, in the middle. Yep. That used to not be a bathroom. That used to be a full-on arcade. It was a, like a full-on arcade, too. Like, it was a pretty decent arcade. Like, it was a large arcade. Like, the other four games were still out front. Yep. But then there was the giant arcade on the inside. Yep. And it was, that was, it was also a great, a great arcade. place to go. It was. Well, it had, like, it, all the games Chuck E. Cheese had, plus it, more. And, and it kind of goes back to... Um, the bathrooms, the the fact that they got they got switched out with bathrooms, it goes back to Hollywood World's capacity issues they were having there mm-hmm. for a few years, and that, and that's just what it it just comes down to that. Um, I it, like if there if those capacity issues weren't there, I don't think we see those bathrooms. I think the arcades probably stays there, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, that that was it was a really cool arcade. Like I mean, I just wanted to bring that up because I'm like, if anybody's ever yeah. wondering why it's called Merlin's Castle, but it's a bathroom, it's not a yep. joke about the bathrooms. It's because <clears throat> the sign is cool. I love it, yep. and it, it it used to be an arcade called Merlin's Castle. Yep. And um, uh, I want on a, on a note of just remembering things. Um, we're head over to if we head over to the Fourth of July area. Um, good. I, always, so I was just about to head over there. Okay, I always loved. Uh, it used to be called the Roundhouse. I um, loved the Roundhouse, and right yeah. across from it was the Parks Tilt World, and it was called the Virginia Reel. Yep. And it was just your regular Tilt World, but what was cool about it is it was purple. Yes. And it, the thing about it too, though, um, those those two rides were very in sync with each other, as far as like, mm-hmm. um, it just they felt appropriate to be in this right, you know, in the same general area together. I don't know what it was. I just felt. They it just felt, felt like natural. they made sense. Yeah, they did. They just made sense there. Um, even Roundhouse though I was the Parks Roundup, by the way. Which yeah. Which is now, it was replaced by a larger version yep. in the mid-2000s, uh, now called Revolution. Yep. 
and um once again most likely due to capacity type things um and also the original version that they had was pretty old um mm -hmm. that, that, you know it used to be it used to be called arctic circle when it was still santa claus land and it was there um yep. but it was called arctic circle which is a great name by the way it is uh but then it was changed to when it changed to holiday world they changed it to roundhouse and then roundhouse got replaced by a more permanent looking version of the attraction which is yeah. revolution it roundhouse was definitely kind of that carnival look to the ride yep. roundhouse was also the cool ride for kid for like teenagers yeah it was like like it was kind of like one of those like oh you did you know you did roundhouse like yeah you know you like, did roundhouse you did banshee and you wrote the raven and the legend like you did all the extreme yep. stuff at holiday world all right I, I gotta I gotta get this since we're talking in the Fourth of July I gotta get this out, and um, anybody from the older days of Holiday World will know this phrase, but um, all boats please dock. Yes. Uh, Thunder uh, bumpers on Chesapeake yes. Bay. Oh my gosh, um, the memories of those gas engines, the smell of it, the but you'd hear people going around. <laughs> <laughs> so Holiday World had a bump, a bumper boat attraction uh, yes. directly across from where Liberty Launch is now. Um, by the way, also Liberty Launch and Hollis and uh, Hollis Wings uh, came out the same year. I remember that because it was a wax museum where Liberty Launch used to be. It was called the Hall of Famous Americans. Yep. Nobody went in it, but it was there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but across from it was uh, Thunder Bumpers, where. Um, uh, firecracker now sits. Yep, firecracker and the uh, little carousel. <laughs> yeah, the what carousel was there at what? So, in that spot, in my lifetime, there was thunder bumpers. Yep. There was uh, the carousel. There was a so the ride ride by Thunderbird called Crow's Nest used to be in Fourth of July and it was called Sparkler when it first opened. Yep. And then, um. Now there is the the firecracker, which is the park's Calypso attraction. Beautiful, by the way. I love that at nighttime. It's always a beautiful looking. I've never got to attraction. see it at night. It's really nice. Like they, it's got a nice little package on it. It, it, it it's fun too because it's one of the sm like, uh, it's one of the slower Calypsos, which sometimes that might not sound as good, but like it allows for more people to enjoy it. You know, mm -hmm. some Calypsos see, go fast. I I've never been on a Calypso besides that one. So in my head, I'm like, ah. I see people yelling and like screaming on these rides at like Cedar Point and stuff. And then I watched, yeah. I got on this one. I was like, oh, it's a little different. So I never realized that that's actually running slower than the yeah, it, standard Calypso it, attraction it, would. In my opinion, same as like, um, like the like you said, the one there at Cedar Point or anything. They do run a little bit quicker. So that's just. Um, it's a little bit more family friendly, I think. Uh, it just feels it feels like it's, it's still a, a fun ride. Oh, it's oh, it's a blast. I, uh, I it's almost it like if Scrambler's time. too intense for you, go ride Firecracker. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the Firecracker's <clears throat> a lot of fun. Um, but Fourth of July has changed so much. It has. There's there has been, um, there's just been a lot of work done to it over the years. Um, Freedom Train. Yeah, Freedom um, Train there, is there, and now yeah. it's Hollow Dog Express. Same ride, just newer train. Yep. I mean, if uh, you ever if you ever run past uh, the gift shop next to um, 
Paul Revere's Midnight Ride. Um, R.I.P. R.I.P. Right. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. For sure. That that was that's a whole experience that of was, attraction by itself. We're gonna get there, but that was one of yeah. the best rides in the park. Oh, one of the greatest. Um, but they have the train displayed there now next to the gift mm-hmm. shop, so it's it's a nice. The ori- yeah, the original. Yep. Because that opened with the park, and then yeah, that was an older train. Mm-hmm. Um, but in Fourth of July, you know, you had Thunder Bumpers, which was honestly a really popular attraction from what I remember. Yeah. So Holiday World had three water rides yeah. at the time, and it was Thunder Bumpers, Raging Rapids, and Frightful Falls. And uh, Thunder Bumpers is obviously the least popular of the three, but it was still a very popular ride because you could, yep. You know, bu- bumper boats were a thing back then. I was gonna say bumper boats were a lot bigger back then than they are now. You bumper boat, yeah. I just you just don't see bumper, bumper boats, boats like you used rare. to. Yeah, like I, I I fought tooth and nail, and I still didn't get to do it. But when I was in Gatlinburg recently, I was in Pitch and Forge. I was fighting tooth and nail to do some bumper boats. Yeah, so I'm like it. They're hard to find. They are. They're they're rare. Um, I don't. You just don't. They used to be a dime a dozen at like every little like you know family attraction fun center that you'd see like in, exactly. in the exactly every putt putt place and yep but family now they're theme park. Uh, yeah, I don't really I guess it's either popularity or maybe liability reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. They, they've just kind of gone gone away a little bit. Um, they were fun, but you really didn't get many big splashes on Thunder Bumpers. No, you didn't. Um, but it was still fun to bump into one another and the boat would rock back and forth. Yeah. And you could ride with like two people. Yeah, and the, the lagoon they was actually large. pretty big. I mean the it lagoon was. was the lagoon had a lot of space in it too. So you could you know what they had what do you think they had? Maybe twelve boats, something like that? Yeah, it, yeah, I'd probably like twelve. Maybe ten. I don't I don't 10 know. Ten to twelve, yeah. Ten to twelve, something like that. They had a lot of boats. Uh like you you know, you could you could have a lot of people out there goofing around. If you hit in the corner, nobody was gonna hit you because no. it took a while to get over there. Yeah, it was a big big lagoon. Um and then like, like I said, I, I had the that, that classic line, you know, all boats please dock. Like that was I, I love that it. That opened up so many memories and it unlocked a memory I forgot I had. Yep. I mean it's that 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 saying is just is, is stuck in my head forever. And Fourth uh, of July dad... had the best themed queues as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, honestly, I really wish the queue was still there for Firecracker. Oh yeah, the basketball shoot because it, they had like these towers that were like old Americana kind of art, you know, architecture. Yeah. Same with Paul Revere's Midnight Ride, which was the park's spider attraction, octopus, yep. whatever you want to call it. To me, it was a spider because it was. That's black. what I've always called them. Yeah, I've called them spiders uh, too, or monsters, something like that. Yeah, uh, th- that's a good thing to ref- like monster at like Cedar Point or Kings Island. I yep. don't know if it's called monster at Cedar Point. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what it's called. I think it's called. Uh, no, I was gonna say Witch's Wheel, but that's the old Enterprise. I think I think it's monster as well. Yeah, I think it might be. I should know. I just went, but. <laughs> but yeah, it was similar to that, except those. The, the way those are built is a little bit different. Power Gears Man That Ride had two gondolas on one arm. Yeah. Kind of like a fork. And I will tell you, that ride was extremely popular. Um, even to the last season it was there, it was extremely popular. Some of the longest, one of the longest lines in the park. Yep. 
um, it kind of blows my mind. Out of the queue most of the time. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And it kind of blows my mind that like I didn't realize that it, it closed in 2011. Like that was 10 years ago. Like mm-hmm. it, it's been 10 years since that ride's been closed, <clears throat> and I, I feel like like I feel like I spent most of my life there because like I. I remember that ride like it was yesterday, you know? I do too. And like, it was very popular. It was very fun. The only thing was with it being black and orange on the inside. Um, <laughs> don't know why it was that. Because I mean, I guess I kind of do. Cause like night, you know, nighttime and like the light of the inside, I get it. But like, yeah, it, it felt like it went to Halloween more, but, yeah. um, it would burn sometimes when you'd sit down. Yeah. They had those metal bars. And did you yep. have, did your legs ever get pinched by the thing? Yes. Like, I did you like, have to like yes. step in the section and they'd lift it up and click it? And they would like it would like pinch your thigh. Yeah, I would like yes. I, I would like lift up my legs, like do full ab workout just so I wouldn't get pinched. <laughs> yeah, like the, it would like pinch the underneath of it with the with the yeah. That, if you want to talk about a thrilling ride. Oh yeah. Those rides are fantastic and yep. i think we i think we need a modern version of that attraction i, I, I want to say this some too. company needs to make one i want to say this too but the paul revere's midnight ride was the best spider attraction that i've rode ever I, i'm not exaggerating I agree. All. any fair any theme park like it it's just ran you like crazy you got airtime every time you dropped yeah, I, I don't know what they did or how what speed they were running it at or whatever, but it was just it was like perfection of a spider ride. Like it was, it, even if you, no matter no matter like how much weight you had in the car, or if it was just by yourself, it just it was always a good ride. Like I never you had a bad ride on. You were gonna spin and you were gonna be lifted out of your seat every drop. Yes, it was. Amazing. And you were gonna laugh the entire time and scream because it was so much fun. It was. It was. It was an amazing attraction. Um, Almost, you know. I feel like I can even hear it to, to this day. Yes. <laughs> and not to mention, um, it was the same deal with Scarecrow Scrambler. But in the be- you know, in the earlier days when me and you were visiting uh, when mm-hmm. we were younger, um, they still used manual controls and all that stuff. It, so, until I was a teenager, like I was again like 15, 16, and they would still yep. use that handbrake. Yep. Um, they would have the handbrake and like. It was Same with built the... into the ground. Yep. It was all manual. And, mm-hmm. um, uh, of course, nowadays it's all computer controlled and stuff, which is, it's better for ride sequence and easier to train people on. You don't have to be mm-hmm. skilled. And it's it's just great for safety to have yes. those sensors but, and computers on those rides. But, but it's similar it was to a like a different experience. Like a, yeah, yeah. It's similar to like a main, manual braking on a, on a coaster train. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like the classic, like someone pulling a lever and stopping you and stuff like that. It, mm-hmm. it just, there's a certain feeling you get when you when you got that going on. And they were, I mean, they were just, that ride was so popular and so much fun. And yeah. then you get off and you'll get some utterly blue ice cream and your day would be complete. Perfect. You're just talking about perfection now. <laughs> I know. It was so, <laughs> so good. Very, very um, good. I do think we need to head down to Thanksgiving because there, yes. there's a ride or two there. I will say when that section opened, it was a huge deal. Oh, it was. I mean, when Thanksgiving opened uh, for Holiday World, to me, that was kind of the... Um, it was the first new holiday ever added to the park. Because like, okay. the other sections were there for Santa Claus Land. Uh, 
I'm going to say, this might be a little bit out there, but I'm just going to say there was almost like the christening for, like, the modern holiday world. It like, was. This is, that's what kind of broke broke through the barrier of small family local park to this big regional park that Holiday World is now. Uh, Holiday World is much more of a regional park than it ever, you know, than I ever thought it would be. Um, I agree. Holiday World has grown into a notable park within the country. I mean, well, I mean, people are traveling from overseas to go to it as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I literally rode Raging Rapids with a family from Ireland once. And see that kind of that right there. That just tells it all. Like that, that just did not tells, happen in the 2000s. That did no. not happen in the 90s. Like that was not no. it. I mean, you'd be lucky. You'd be lucky. I mean, uh, like in the two, like in the like in the like the late 90s and 2000s. You know, like it was a big deal for me to come from Louisville to go to Holiday World. Like that was like that was like, it was, you know, that like, was like a trip. Like I was from Louisville, you're like, wow, you came down to go to Holiday World. Yep. Like that was. Like, that was kind of a bigger deal to take, you know, like, man, you drove an hour to get here. You know, like, it was a little bit, like, you know, a little bit of a bigger deal. Um, and, and nowadays, you got people traveling from St. Louis every weekend to go to the Splash and Safari. Yeah, St. Louis, Nashville, like, Cincinnati. People come from Cincinnati to go yep. to the park when they have Kings Island right there. Like, they'll go to Holiday World just to try it out. Well, I mean, if we're being honest, uh, if you want to go to a water park, you're going to go to Holiday World. So, yes, you are, especially in this region. 100%. I mean, it's it's the best water park anywhere outside of Soderbond, So, mm-hmm. But yeah, when Thanksgiving opened, it was a huge deal. You had Voyage, which was this brand new top-tier extreme coaster. Yes, yes. So, like, it was more extreme than Holiday World had ever attempted before. Um, honestly, same with Thunderbird. When Thunderbird opened, like, nobody, nobody thought Holiday World would ever put in a steel no. roller coaster. I you I never thought they would have the investment to, and that's a testament to their growth. It really it is. is. Um, Thunderbird it being built. It's a highly themed coaster. Oh yeah. Like it is themed themed. It is the whole area is themed. Like the whole area it is. is fantastic, and it it almost makes me teary out a little bit because, um, I, I really wish like. I really wish Will could have seen it. Yeah. I wish he could have seen because I know Will always wanted it. Like that, he always he wanted a steel coaster, not specifically a wing coaster, but um, you know. I think he I always, heard this, it was so close. Yeah, he was. See, he was so close to seeing it. And it just, yeah, and he was. You know, I guarantee it was in his. You know, within his process, thought process, like he had it going on, and mm-hmm. I, I'm just glad his daughters were able to live that out for him because. Me too. Um, it makes me sad that he didn't get to. Uh, I, th- that man, same with Pat too. Like I said, like I, was, I mentioned Pat Cook earlier. Her and and Will, they poured their whole lives into that park. They poured mm-hmm. every they poured everything into that park. Um, it wasn't just some job for them. It was it was more than that. And um, I really wish Will could have seen Thunderbird because the whole Thanksgiving area was just <laughs> such a big deal. And then. Thunderbird being part of it now. It's just amazing. <laughs> it was insane. It was insane. But speaking of that area, we do have one attraction oh, yeah. that is gone. And that was the iconic world's tallest water ride. Yes. Pilgrim's Plunge slash Giraffica. Oh. And I will say I feel bad for the park because everything, a lot of stuff they were promised with this attraction was not pulled through with the manufacturers. 
Um, I mean, we're gonna we're we gotta call Intamin out on this one. I mean, yeah. they Intamin really screwed over Holiday World. They dropped this. the ball. Exactly. They dropped the ball big time. And I, I hope that I hope that Holiday World, you know, uh, never has anything like that happen with any other manufacturers. I'm sure they won't ever use Intamin again for anything. But mm-hmm. um, it, it's just a shame because uh, Intamin is a great manufacturer. They make really it good is. stuff. It just, but this just wasn't the product. This one, this one product that they came up with, they could have done a lot more to, to make it up to Holiday World, and they didn't do what they needed to do. And Holiday mm-hmm. World was basically stuck with this goose egg <laughs> that wasn't going to do anything. And it's just like, um, and, and it kind of sucks too because uh, it was actually a good ride. Like, uh, you know, it was enjoyable. Uh, it was something you could do with your swimming clothes on you didn't have to wear dry clothes to ride which is also a big deal to for it to be part of the dry park and water park at the same yes. time was a huge deal it made so you may be difference. fully clothed and sit next to somebody in a bikini going on this ride yes and i mean and it was it was nice because you know uh not a, you know not everybody enjoys getting soaked with their dry daily clothes on you mm-hmm. know and uh being able to experience it you know with the water park and stuff uh it, it never lived up to what it was supposed to do, but it was still fun, and it's a shame that it ain't around still because uh, it was very popular. You know, it, it was, was very popular, always... and it was an experience to to it go was. down that that hill was tall. It was. It was fast. It was genuinely a pretty thrilling ride for being a classic shoot the shoots attraction. But yes, on a not to mention it had an scale. elevator. It had an elevator that was a really scary part of the ride. Yep, that was like the big part of the ride that everybody yeah, freaked that out was, about. Well, I mean, that, that was little part tilt you, would happen. Yeah, whenever the the uh, the little uh, carrier the carriages would pass each other, and like you'd be at like a tilt. It was really neat. Um, and then on that top of that, was too, to get you get your stomach turning a little bit. It was. It make you make you kind of get little chills going on. Um, and on top of that, too, though, like uh, it added to the skyline next to uh, Voyage as you're driving in because you have that one road you're always driving in from usually mm-hmm. from 64. And uh, that was a big part of the skyline. Like you're like, man, that's a big, you know, that's a big, you know, that's a big boat, you know, big boat ride there. Um, it was always, you know, it was always neat to see it. In fact, it's kind of. Uh, it really wasn't there very long when you start looking at the dates and stuff, you know? It, yeah, it wasn't. I'm very happy I got to experience that one-of-a-kind attraction. Yeah, I am too. I'm, I'm very happy. <laughs> but, I mean, just, just overall, like, Holiday World was really pushing the, the envelopes at that point. It was really yeah. their experimental era of the park, I would say. Very much so. <clears throat> yeah. Um. Along with that, there is another attraction that was later added near that attraction which is the hyena fall slide which are also now defunct yep i was gonna say that um, that that was kind of a shock to me like those um those slides were a ton of fun like i don't really they were a lot those. of fun and they were put over there to kind of it was like filler i don't it, know it, it was kind of it was kind of to try to add a section to splash and safari yeah. with giraffica is what it was now called uh-huh. and basically it had become a section of Splash Safari that was in this weird spot between Thanksgiving and like it made it really did logistically make sense why they did it but it just never really caught on because you had to walk this very long path to get down there and yeah it never it, it just it just it wasn't in the best spot it felt tacked on it really it was it was kind of like uh we're gonna add this extra place over here but you gotta like walk a mile to get to it 
Exactly. And um, like the slides were actually really good slides, but yeah. you ju- you just could not. A lot of people didn't see the payoff with the effort of walking that far amount, and so those are also now gone. Yep. Um, I do want to bring this up, and yeah, I know we're gonna have to end here soon because I'm not trying to make this a two-hour no, show back. We have a limited time here when we're time traveling. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um. Do you remember? Um, there were a couple things. First of all, I, I want to jump over to Hollow Dogs Funtown. Do you remember? I know we've talked about this before, but the jumping fountains that used to be there. Yes, I, I I just had a big conversation at Hollywood Nights with someone. I, they had never been to Hollywood World before, and I had to explain to them with the little planters where I was like, these used to be the jumping fountains. Um, if you guys listening have ever been to Epcot. Mm-hmm. they have their little jumping fountains uh holiday world uh did it first so i think i don't i actually don't know when they got put in <laughs> i have no idea but i i'm gonna no, say they I, did I it think first holiday world did it second but holiday worlds were a smaller and it was just three sections of jumping fountains yeah but it was very popular for kids to like oh it was run under it was amazing try to touch the fountain it was a big thing and then they had the giant wraparound playground oh yeah for the whole park um which was also a massive thing uh, you had to like go under to get to the Howler, the children, yep. the kids coaster. Um, that whole area was, uh, it's still great. I don't feel like it's as big as it used to be. Like as far as like, uh, it just, it just felt like so much more of a, um, it's, it felt like so much more of a destination for kids than it does now. It's still yeah. really cool. Uh, but it just like, you could take a small child and like spend all day back there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, th- that's the thing is the the playground was so massive that it quite literally wrapped around yes. the majority of this this circle area that Holodogs Fun Town is. Yep. Um, plus there was additional playgrounds behind that on the ground yep. with plus the jumping fountains, the the actual like water play area. Yep. And then you know the shows and the little car ride. And I know they I, they got rid of the big wraparound there's still a giant playground it's just not this giant massive like five six tower it, structure yeah it's not it's not the magnitude that it used to be mm. and, and it's uh, probably more for safety reasons i would assume as time, yeah. time is like it's like we've said earlier in the episode you got to remember that holiday world did not used to get the attendance that it does now um mm-hmm. it's way, it was a totally different situation so just it's always been things. like one of the safest parks and been awarded one of the safest parks in the country yep so don't ever get us confused when we're saying like it may not be as safe as of today's standards yeah and with the it, amount of people they have it may not be as unsafe yeah. and it wasn't as inclusive because i know the current holodogs treehouse playground back there um is more inclusive of kids with disabilities or who may yes. be in a wheelchair yep um where the old one was not it was stairs and cargo nets and stuff that some kids just couldn't participate in holiday world very much changes with the times like they need to they do a good mm -hmm. job at that holiday world does it it does not they're a classic park with that classic feel but they're not gonna keep themselves stuck in a past or eliminate the fun that other people could and should and have the right to be having at their park 100 percent yep um but i want to talk about that because that area has changed a lot and as and obviously since we're not the target age group 
we don't go back there as often but it was a it was like a very popular place along with in the christmas section the children's section was also really popular and it still is but i will say it did used to have little tiny children's bumper boats that were were very popular i would say they were called uh they were called dancers thunder bumpers (laughs) junior it was so cute and they were so fun too they were they were they were so cute i I, uh i kind of miss seeing them on my walk down to um on uh, the halloween extremely high-waisted shorts or roll them up real high (laughs) if they were working that attraction yeah i was gonna say they'd in to move kids yeah if they'd be wading out in the water you got like a got like a little two-year-old or three-year-old over there kind of like stuck and they gotta like push them around and stuff it it was (laughs) it was such a cute attraction um just neat they also had two uh kids play areas and this isn't really something i'm going to touch on much but it's something that i distinctly remember because they had like ball pits and one was a train and one was a castle And the, the reason I remember it so distinctly is because I was like, oh, it's weird. It's like Chuck E. Cheese, but outside. Yes. But nobody ever remembers these when I talk about them. And I found the actual names, and that's why I want to bring them up. One, the castle was called Kids Castle, and the, little, the train with the ball pit was called Deer Playground. Yep. And I just wanted to bring that up just because it was another thing, like the like the, uh, the Banshee stalling in the Frontier Farm, where I was like, I know this was here, but I don't know. Like nobody else remembers it. So. I, I I always distinctly remember the little playgrounds because you could always see them when getting off the exit of the Raven. Right. Uh, the exit ramp for the Raven, you, like it was literally directly across from the exit of Raven. Like you could like as it you're walking, is, but... and it still is, but it's not it's not the, the um, not the playgrounds anymore. It's more of a, what do they what do they have like a few flat rides over there now? It's kind of yeah. A, I mean, it they've replaced it with some uh, more modern flat rides like the the reindeer games, um, yep. mini drop tower, and stuff like that. Yeah. Excuse me. Excused. Uh, sorry, everybody. I burped. Uh, <laughs> and there's like we're really about to have to rush back to modern times, which is somewhat unfortunate because you know all that's going on. But I want to ask you, I want to see if you remember this holiday world. So they, there's a theater in the Christmas section. A lot of people don't know this nowadays. Yeah. Um, if you didn't grow up going to the park, um, there's a section that has like lockers in front of it. And it's these uh, weird like steps into this building that is just kind of like nonchalantly there. Um, it used to be a theater called the Holiday Theater. And they did like science shows there, acrobat shows there. And, like, all these different things were in this theater. The one yeah. I specifically remember the most was, like, this science show with, like, a crazy scientist back in the day. Yep. I, um, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I, I didn't get to do it. That kind of, I didn't get to do those shows very often. But I, I do remember them being there. My mom would take me when I was, like, tired. Yeah. And so that's where we would go to, like, sit in the air conditioning. It's not... The theater is still in there. Um, and for a while, they used it for a show called The Holodazzles, which were, the- they were part characters, and each one of them represented the land, but it was like, it was like a kid's singing and dancing, almost kind of like Wiggles-style show. Yeah. Um, and no, a lot of people don't remember it because it was short-lived. It was only, it was probably like a two, three-year thing. 
but I got, and I was way too old, but I was, I was into performing at the time and I was so obsessed with the show only because I wanted to be a cast member of that show. Yes. Because <laughs> I, I was like a teenager at the time, but I was like, I, there was a character named Boo and I wanted to be Boo because he was like, he lived in like the Halloween section. Yeah. And I wanted to be him because his costume was the coolest and I loved Halloween. Um, and it was, it was, it was different. If y'all want to look up the Holodazzles, I suggest it. Um, it, it was, it was also during that experimental era of the park. Yeah. It, uh, was, it was a little bit, there was a little bit different type of, uh, they were trying to, do, you know, maybe like test the waters in different directions, you know? They, they were testing the, the entertainment yep. section of that time. Cause also there's the Hoosier theater, which is outdoor theater and they don't put on the same shows they used to as a kid. There was always a country like song and dance show, and yep. there was usually a country one, a gospel one on Sundays, and then like a pop one that would happen at the through the park. Yeah. And I loved them all. Do you remember when they would do the karaoke thing there? Or am I? Yes, because I, I used to go up on stage you know and what sing. I'm about? Yeah, I remember. They used to do I, karaoke there, and that was such. It was a thing. Like people would it go. Was. It was like a Sunday. It was like Sunday karaoke when the park was yeah. super busy. No, it was, it, once again, it was just a thing at the park, like the karaoke. I, it's just, stuff like that's just neat. It's always Because you got to neat. go on stage, like a real stage with lighting yeah. effects and everything and do karaoke. And it was like a big deal. Like, people really went. Yeah. It, um, was, it, was, it was cool. But I specifically remember, and to this day, I have an obsession because of this park and this set. They used to have, like, these spiral staircases and a whole, like, balcony section for the show. I don't know if you remember this. Yes, I do. Yep. And to this day, if I see a spiral staircase or some kind of like stairs structure, even yep. my balcony in my apartment, I am taken back to that. And I am like, I'm going to sing and dance on these stairs if it's the last thing I do. I and love that, that. And I have had an obsession with performing on some kind of like scaffold or like lifted space. Yes. Since then, because I just thought it was so cool that they were no, doing yeah, that. It, it it was cool, like for real. Like it was, it it, it, it gave was the you, best set. Yeah, it was it was excellent. Um, you know, it, it Holiday World has always been very good at the things that they have done. Um, I'll just put it that way. If you know what, do you know what I mean? Like, yes, they, they've never tried, they've tried to step out their bounds here and there, but they've always tried to do what they do, but they do it to the best of their ability rather than trying to, to do something that they don't, that they know they're not. Um, exactly. They, if they experiment with something, it's something that they, they experiment with it and they try it, but they do it in their realm. Yeah. Like, um, at their Halloween event, it's still their realm, but they do they they have like fun houses instead of haunted houses, and yep. one of them is actually intended to be scary, and that's not something Holiday World does very often. But they do it so well that it just it makes sense in Holiday World. It is a carnival themed uh, haunted attraction, but it's scare it's meant to scare you. But the thing is, it's more of like nobody nobody pops out nobody yells nobody gets in your face like you would a normal haunted house it's more of your own fear like there's a section where like you have to or at least used to be you had to go through like these like tent um 
like a circus tent, but like it was like the black and, or sorry, the red and white stripes of a circus tent. And it was like a curtain maze. And you, you would get lost in there and that would give you kind of that anxiety. And like, there were like drop panels and stuff and people would be in there and you'd like scream because they're there, but not because they're actually jumping out and scaring you. And so Holiday World always does something when they experiment. They do it so different and so in that Holiday World brand, but they still try something new that's really appreciated. And, and like, that's the best example I have of that. And they're good at it. They're good at doing that. Like they, they know, they know how to dabble in things, but not they know how to keep it within their bounds. They, they know exactly, they, they're very good at that. They've always been good at that. And they've passed that skill down in the, through the generations. I 100% agree. And honestly, I think that wraps us up in oh, a yeah. very good theme park throwback. So it's time to head back in time. Thank you. You do it better. Oh, <laughs> look, we're back in 2021. Hey. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but that's going to do it for us um, for this theme park throwback episode of season three. But before we go, it's time for plugs. Corey, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, sure do. Um, if you want to, you can subscribe to me on YouTube, Corey Mathery. Just check me out on there. Got a lot of content coming out here here recently, so uh, a little bit more active because it's summertime. So happy to have that. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram if you'd like. Daily theme park photos. Post a photo every single day, as the name implies. And uh, haven't missed a day in four years. I'm so I'm on a I'm on a streak. Um, and you can also follow me on Twitter if you want. I do Twitter stuff. Uh, just Corey Mathery, same as my channel name. Um, very, very uh, personal opinion type stuff on there. So if you're not into that, keep that in mind. Um, other than that, TikTok maybe. If you want to follow me on TikTok, I do goofy things on there. Corey says yo. You can follow me on TikTok. But um, that's about it. I say it every time he's on the on the show. You, if you are a theme park fan and you don't subscribe to his YouTube or you're not following him at Daily Theme Park Photos on Instagram, you are missing out. He has some of the most unique photos of any theme park photographer I've ever seen. And his videos are so unique and so different and make you so happy. And he takes you to all these parks that other people just don't. So you need to check out those socials in that channel and subscribe. I appreciate it. And I will stick it. by that. I appreciate it. I, I want to say that the, the thing that I do the most on a, any of my YouTube and any of my socials, I try to be authentic to myself and I try to make things that I would want to watch. And that's that's just the way I do things. And it comes across amazingly. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, and you're welcome. Uh, as for me, you can follow me on it or on twitter at scott021 or look up dyslexic you can follow me on instagram at dyslexic96 you can follow me on tiktok at dyslexic and you can listen to this podcast every week so that's gonna do it for us for this theme park throwback episode season three like i said before and if you liked this episode you can check out all of season one through three of dyslexic and season one and two of ultimate imagineer my theme park design competition on all major podcast platforms Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher, etc., and so on. If you really, really like this episode, then share the show with your family and friends and give us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform of choice. Thank you all once again for joining us. Have an amazing week. Happy Pride Month, everybody. I know it's coming to a close, but happy Pride Month, everyone. 
Um, the holiday weekends are coming up. Please, uh, please stay safe. Um, party and party responsibly, and just you know, do the best you can to stay safe and distant um, from one another. Uh, also, happy 75th anniversary, Holiday World. I love you with all my heart. You're my home park. You're every. You are what got me into theme parks and have a lot of formative things of my personality and just me as a person come from you as a park and so happy 75th love you so much and if you haven't visited holiday world yet you need to get out and go to the park especially during this year because it is amazing with all that being said have an amazing week everybody stay safe bye bye bye